0: everyone. Welcome to another edition of the latest Shiny podcast. This is your host, Stephen Spector. And uh, with me, of course, is Rob Hirschfeld. Good morning, Rob. Hello, Stephen. Good morning. So uh, today is just us. Uh, we lately have had some connection issues with some guests. We have an amazing professor from Carnegie Mellon we've been trying to get on the, a podcast for everyone who uh, was one of the, I don't know, I don't want to say inventor. What do you think, uh, Rob, the right word Early prognosticator early prognosticator fabulous so he wrote a white paper 10 years ago that's considered the start of edge so we are trying to get them for you our listeners so uh unfortunately we just came from trying to get them and couldn't do it so um but we've been wanting to do a podcast uh there's a document it's an image that came out in august called the edge landscape <laughs> One, which we all love, rancasts, and we're going to rant about the edge landscape. The edge landscape diagram that showed up in August. Uh, Rob, do you know who this is from? I'm not sure. I do.
1: It's uh, LF Edge is is putting together. Uh, okay. So this, this is LF Edge, but it, it actually uses the same code base for the CNCF landscape, uh, which is we probably should rank rantcasts on landscapes uh in general and and the cncf one is actually goes back to i don't remember which vc did it but there was a vc that would publish this um i think every quarter every every six months uh a a landscape chart a logo basically it's a
0: logo chart yeah and and it's uh yeah go ahead
1: you want to you want to you want to dive in on we can just dive in and
0: So, for every, yeah, let me just set the stage. So, it says Edge Landscape, uh, created by Edge Computing World. I guess it's connected to LF Edge. And so, it, it tries to break up the Edge Landscape consumer apps, enterprise apps, supply chain, retail, industry collaboration, software deployment, communications. There's a whole list of stuff here smart cloud, smart data. I mean, uh, cloud infrastructure. I mean, I think everyone and their mother's here, whether you're in Edge or whether you're in um, uh, Cloud. But look, I have to say, how can we give them a hard time? Digital Rebar is there under Collaboration <laughs> Project, right with LF Edge. I'm not sure that's where you belong.
1: Uh, that's because we're. Uh, that's because Rackend is a LF Edge sponsor. And if you didn't hear me winding up the rant from that very statement, then you're you're missing the tone in my voice. Um, so there, there's so much that is is broken with these landscapes, and we're going to keep doing them. This is what makes it a rancast. So we should remind people of the format for rancast. Rancast is yes. five minutes of us going off on something we see that just makes our head explode, and then fifteen minutes of discussion of why people do that and it's maybe not as crazy as the anger that it initially generates. (laughs) Um, yeah. And, and we're guilty, you know, we, we like everybody else loves to see our corporate or project logos included. And, you know, it's just such a wonderful, warm feeling. Just get all the feels from having my logo included on, on, on walls and pictures and landscapes and things like that.
0: Uh, well, I'm just, you know, because I see, you know, you're there, I see, you know, I work for Edge H- Gravity, Erickson, we're there, but what, I guess part of it is, what's the value of this entire thing? I mean, who looks at uh, this other than the people in the space to make sure they're in it? Who looks at these things?
1: Oh, you're going to drive me right to
0: rational, not from,
1: <laughs> from, from, from rant. All right, so, so hold, let me rant for a second and then get yeah. to rational. Yeah. So right, that this is this is the classic dog pile, right? What we've what we're what we've got is a whole bunch of people are in the space. We want we're, we're we're clawing for relevance, and we're clawing for publicity, and a place right to fit our stuff in a hot area like Edge or you know Kubernetes, cloud native, or you know there, people build these landscapes for all so, you know. There's an AI one, a machine learning one. It's basically somebody you know going through the industry and combing through for the relevant vendors. And then they put, you know, they sort of box them into the, the place where that bo- that, that vendor should be. Sometimes a vendor covers a couple spaces. So their logo shows up in multiple places and then all hell breaks loose because everybody then feels like they've been uh, miscategorized or forgotten or their logos, the wrong side because AWS's logo should be much bigger than mm-hmm. Rackham's logo. Um, you know, uh, and it's it's just it, it ends up being sort of this crazy insanity that we keep going back to because not being included in the landscapes basically is a becomes a relevant statement that if you're not included in the landscape, then you must not be relevant. Um, and and so it, it, it becomes this, this big fight. But what CNCF did, which I, I think is admirable. Is they they made it an open source thing and they're like oh just include yourself in this giant uh, YAML file <laughs> and, yeah and it and, got big and then and then we will um, you know we'll, we'll approve it there'll be an approval process with you know traditional um, Git based you know you know CI CD type stuff and then we're going to automate the process and we're going to use that file and and pop out a landscape and then that lowered the barrier and then it sort of became you know go run around and add yourself to a whole bunch of landscapes and then put yourself in the categories. Um, and then the landscape, and this is the end of my rant, the landscapes quickly become eye charts, uh, meaning that they're so packed full of logos and categories that the value of, of the landscape diminishes exponentially.
0: Well, I mean, I, I I can give an example. I'm looking through here. And so I'm looking at real estate towers under Smart Cloud, which I don't know how you get from Smart Cloud to real estate towers, uh, cloud server provider, cloud infrastructure. All these things sound the same to me, and I don't even see Vapor here. I mean, Vapor's whole big thing, right, is about the towers. It was, but like Vapor's not in here, and I'm I right, would imagine it's the, the question vapor of whether, whether is- they
1: were aware to put themselves in the get and get submit it in right i i you know, I'm, we're on because it passed by my desk at a moment when i could go do the git work and and pass it in and then the marketing team has to know enough about a git process to get their stuff in and then submit a change and a pull request uh, it's i mean this is uh we we've got you know people want these landscapes to be curated but if they're curated then they have in personnel involvement. So we're, we're back in this other swing and and I would love to have people who are listening to this chime in because, because it feels to me like we're in this bizarre spiral. It's marketing, it's technical, it's informative, it's pay to pay to play. And you can't tell looking at a landscape, which is which.
0: Um, well, it makes you know, no I, sense to me. I mean, packet is not in the application development business. I, I that they, seems position, they
1: position themselves as an infrastructure for application developers. So we, are, where, do, where does that go? I, I agree with you. I, it's you,
0: confusing to me. So and, again, it brings me back. Does this matter at all? And do, other than the people on here, do you think customers look at this thing? I don't think they do. I, I Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe people think there's real value here. And um Well, there's
1: a there's a value as a starting point for an exploration. So so theoretically, mm-hmm. if I was going to go build, let's say an edge, if I was gonna go build an edge infrastructure and I was an architect, and I'm like, All right, I need to build my edge infrastructure, I go to the landscape and then I start evaluating vendors who are in that space, in the spaces of the stack I need to build, because there's no one vendor. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I need, you know, bare metal automation. So you find us under, you know, Racken under the bare metal automation piece. You go up your level and you say, well, I really need a hosting company. So I find, you know, Vapor or Packet. I need a, you know, uh, an, a containerized management platform. So I'm going to look at what Macrometa. Um, I'm just going back to guests that we've had. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. but that's but, okay.
1: Um, but the the idea here, you know, and actually we've had like, you know, there's. Um, We've had storage. We've had everybody in in this space, and you know, so we like use the shop the, the landscape as a shopping list of people we want to get on the
0: podcast. But, I, but I'm but proud to right. say I no. never use this chart. I just reached out based on how I was finding as I was searching and learning from the industry. But I never used a chart.
1: Well, part of what this ends up doing is if you're not on the chart, but you are seen as a competitor, somebody's going to search for people in that space and then start trying to understand what they do. Um, I, 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 the value to me, it's, it's curious cause I like to see that I do actually, you know, like to see what is in there and who thinks they're doing what. Um, usually those, those logos don't show up as a surprise to me cause I'm tracking the industry. Right. Um, and then if I was looking at a big chart like that, I would look at it very, I would look at it skeptically cause it's, there's a question of who's paying the bill. Um, you know, what's the criteria for inclusion? Um, how do you know what those pieces actually are? And some of them actually do a nice job of letting you click on one and then go search down on like the website or the project website. Some of them are very tilted towards open source projects. And if you don't have an open source project, then it's, you know, you, you, you don't get included, which I think, um, is problematic. Um, although they seem to include Amazon and Google and Microsoft uh, pretty happily, it's
0: this is this is where it's like I don't know what, just like you're saying, what the criteria is. But can um, Amazon? I mean, I, my so like Alibaba Cloud is here. Do you think Alibaba approved to be in here? I mean, I would be shocked that, or you know, that some of these companies do. I mean, we're in here, and and we don't have quite a large marketing department. I don't know how we got in here. I I could tell you that much and uh, it's just, I don't know where these, and then AI training is AI training part of the edge landscape. I I, I don't know. I would assume.
1: It definitely is because we've, we've established on the show really clearly that um, AI is a critical component. Machine learning are critical components in edge. Um, But we're sort of, you know, leading on that. We, we, We've seen very clearly that machine learning is part of Edge because there's a lot of machine learning tasks to be done at Edge where you can do them quickly. And there's a whole bunch of machine learning to be used to control egress from Edge so that you're sending the right data. So very clearly but the landscape doesn't help you connect why those things are there. It's just a big shopping basket full of stuff. It would be like looking at um, shoppers carts at Walmart and yeah. saying, Oh, I, I'm inferring all this information about you from the shopping cart. Um, which is in some ways what the landscape ends up doing. You're, you're just, you're saying, Oh, all the people are, are buying these things. These are the edge shoppers and that's what they need. Um, and so I, but that's used that could be useful that could be you know I could be like oh I need to know what what the vendors are and who's 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 got interesting stuff and at the same time they could just
0: rebadge what they've got as an edge solution and that's about it find this um, fascinating i mean under application development they list ubuntu oh well, what well, that seems odd because if you list <laughs> in ubuntu wouldn't you list microsoft windows And and you know you have in that same thing you have HPE Edge Computing, you have GE Digital Twin in application development, but they're not in. Oh, they are in Digital Twin. So I. Why are they?
1: Why are they multiple things? Yeah.
0: I. This is confusing. I really hope listeners who hear this will add comments or you know tweet or come on show and talk about these kind of things. Someone put a lot of work.
1: I, and, and I think one of the things that we can do is we can find, let's find the people who are maintaining it. And I'd love to see their pitch for why they're doing it. I had a long conversation with the people. So LF Edge has a project that is doing um, landscape, not uh, landscape, um, uh, catalog, no, lexicon. That's the word I'm looking
0: for. Yeah. Lexi- All yeah. those things.
1: Um, lexicon. And, and, you know, they spend a lot of time defining terms and trying to get people to participate one of the challenges is that there, you know, the idea is that if I'm if I get to define a term, then you have a degree of market relevance for that and that becomes a big deal. Um, but at the same time, if people aren't participating in the lexicon, then you know it's a it's a degree of buy in and, and industry relevance. Um,
0: are, are those are the words they're using the standard words? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't you know, I we promoted that. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And the we've edge, done a, group. We've, done a show,
1: we've done a show on that. Yep, yeah, the lexicon, that. yep,
0: yeah, right. the lexicon well, stuff. Again. But even at Edge Gravity, we've promoted it and tried to send people there and stuff. But I tell you the truth, I've never looked to see what the definitions and the words I just use words that I think or I see other people using. So I wonder if I mean, this is just I don't know, this just feels enormous. This chart, and, and I don't feel like Edge. IOT and Edge are still separate somehow, and there's cloud as separate. This is really mm-hmm. combining a lot of things that maybe just in the market haven't come together yet. Maybe they're ahead of the game. They're thinking further ahead.
1: Well, it's this is one of the things I have seen, and and maybe useful in the rant cast, is that you know because I'm on the Edge board, and I'm, I've been watching Edge try to define like sort of the space, and there's definitely mm-hmm. a a breaking apart of edge in a way, you know, we're, we're very distinctly seeing people solving edge as a IOT gateway devices Mm -hmm. thing. And that, that seems like it's, it's sort of solidifying around a group of stuff. And a lot of the uh, LF edge pieces are around device interaction, device management, Mm -hmm. um, edge gateway stuff. And that has started to feel distinctly different to me than edge infrastructure, infrastructure automation and management, where you're talking about a small cluster of servers, you know, an edge data center um, where you're actually trying to run some workload or something like that. A lot of times that can be an edge uh, gateway, but, but the more it looks like a data center, the less it feels like there's crossover between those two things. Um, And so it's been interesting to me to see those as, becoming more distinctly defined or at least the, the people playing in one space aren't also doing solutions in the other. Um, and that's a big deal. That's a, that's a sort of a, a transition for edge. I don't know that it's the right answer because I think that those, we have to look at, at gateways that have it infrastructure and start managing edge devices more like it infrastructure for this to scale. But um it's sort of where where the thing's gone. But does that mean there's two landscapes, or does the landscape just look more and more fragmented, and then it starts losing value? Right? How many logos on these charts are too many?
0: Um, well, I, this this chart's too big for me. I mean, and, I, that's, and that's a
1: brand new chart, so that means that it, we're already we've already crossed saturation. It's not going to get smaller from that perspective. No. I mean, I know, I know that the CNCF has a filterable edge <laughs> uh, chart, a landscape that you can sort of say, oh, I only want to look at this category or that category or, you know, things that meet certain criteria.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it needs to be pieces and narrow in. I think it's too, this is too big and too broad, but I want to ask one more question. Wait, wait. Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. No, before I take out this topic, because I had a whole nother topic to ask you about. Oh, goodness. Second thing to the, our podcast here today.
1: But yeah, but but I, I want to, you know, I feel like you and I are going round and round on this a little bit. But at the end of the day, it, it feels like there is utility in doing this. We're not going to stop putting logos on, you know, big big maps to try and, you know, establish relevance. The forces that are driving it um, are too powerful for us to dissolve. Just like uh, the open, you know, it's not just OpenStack. Kubernetes commit history analysis, yeah. right? It's, it's like, this is wrong and we're going to keep doing it. Um, I, that's, that's how I feel about these landscapes. It's like, S is not the right way to describe our environments and a better thing hasn't shown up. So buckle in.
0: Yeah, I, I just think this one's too big and too broad. And uh, it, there's just too many different pieces here. I would rather see it broken up so that, you know, you because know, this just overwhelms me. I, that's and, how people
1: feel about Amazon services, and they're not slowing down adding new services. But, just well, that's opposite. true.
0: Well, I, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I'm just confused on this. So if you're our listeners, we want to talk to you. If you have strong feelings on this, come on to help us talk about this some more. Because I, I find this, you know, strange. And again, I don't know how it got created. And, um, you know, I noticed some kind of weird things in here. So as an example, under CDN, uh, Edge Gravity is there, but we're not really in the CDN business. Uh, you know, Limelight, which runs on our network, is in the CDN business. So I wouldn't necessarily put us there, but then they have haste which is a gaming company, a small startup in Atlanta we work with that does gaming. And I wouldn't view them as CDN. I'd view them as cloud gaming. That is the end of this podcast. We actually did two podcasts in one. This is Steve Inspector, and I've split them. So uh, we will release the next podcast talking about Docker uh, shortly. And thanks again for listening.